Tabletop Unknown. Last time in Tabletop Unknown's Smoke and Dagger. Gideon was going to try and charm the clothes off a waiter to get a disguise. Was that the... Waitress. Waitress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He uh, gets her undressed. Shows her what's what. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Gideon comes out wearing the ridiculous waitressing outfits. Nice heels. Why, thank you. They really do bring out my eyes. Yes, you were going to try and get into the kitchen with this disguise. You see what can only be described as a future dumbwaiter, and you assume that is your way up into the dining room. Behind this throne, suspended on the walls, are six carbonite slabs with small engraved golden plates beneath them. These were all taken by Nyx. Well, that's not good. The next one is actually empty. And it says, A Jawa called Jakeda Car by Nyx on Tatooine. Says, A Twi'lek called Vizcoden captured by Nyx on Naboo. Quickly realise that the woman frozen in front of you is not a Twi'lek, like Vizcoden should be, but a Togruta merely wearing her clothes. This is not Viz! You do actually see a data pad. You actually see your names pop up. The money fronted for this bounty even though you read on the board it was put forward by Nyx has actually come from Galgo themselves and it says as a favour I start the process to defrost as they sort of lazily fall out of the carbonite and sort of try to catch themselves Kira sort of leans forward and just like grabs them you quickly all scurry back to the ship and initiate a fast get away from Galgo's palace Calmly drifting into orbit, you lay this to greet woman down in one of your spare uh, rooms. Can I sort of like slap her a little bit and go, listen up, butter dick, I oh, want to know. Oh, oh. <laughs> Who are you? Nix, Nix, my name's Nix. Nix, Nix, Nix. <laughs> Don't worry, I've sent that other Rodian who's, who's a very, very good looking Rodian, by the way. I sent her into the other room. I'm your friend. I'm definitely not... Nice car. I am, um, sneaky car. So let me get this straight. Viz is somewhere else? And has not contacted us for five years. Viz has been doing the work. Viz has always been Nyx. So hang on. You're telling me that Viz is hunting Jakita Car, the Jawa, on Tatooine. And also may be hunting us. As you make your way down to the surface of Tatooine, the twin suns start to set, and you make contact with the spaceport and organise to land in a hangar. So when we last left you guys, you were finally down on Tatooine, and you know that Nyx, or now who you know as Viz pretending to be Nyx, is somewhere on the planet. That is all you know so far. You know she's hunting a Jawa. So let's get straight back into it. Moss Espa is filled with dwellings, workplaces, and commercial operations of many kinds, along with entertainment venues, some of which are inadequately described as grandiose in size. The Moss Espa Grand Arena, for example, home to the Boonta Eve Classic Pod Race, could seat an audience numbering almost as many as the city's population. This is a big town. What do you guys do? I... We're now in the streets as well. You, are, you have left your spaceport and you are, you are out. Can I use my um, streetwise skill to um, look around for any sort of shady or potentially shady characters that might be able to give me some information as to where we can find Nick slash Viz? Yeah, absolutely. Can I do um, the same with Underworld? You can. I will do similar with streetwise, but instead of 
just shady in general. I'm going to be looking for the shady buggers I know. Sure. And Kira. I will help somehow. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can unassist, uh, unskilled assist me. Or I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll unskilled assist if someone. You don't have any underworld. underworld. Zero. Yeah, it's just I'm a class ability. But I, I've got, I'm rank one for streetwise, so I'm oh, okay. right safe. Likewise. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, question. So we'll, yes. Because I did live on Tatooine for a year, and I am looking for specifically those people, mm-hmm. um, do I get a boost dice? <laughs> I'm yeah, happy not, not to. I, no, it's fair. You spent a lot of time on Tatooine in your backstory. I will give you a boost dice for that. Has anyone else been on Tatooine? No, it's first time for everyone. Wouldn't think so. For yeah. everyone? Yeah, cool. That's fine. All right. So I'll actually get you to roll first your Underworld. So do you want to go ahead and roll three difficulty, please? That is one advantage, one failure. You look around, and as far as you're concerned, everyone looks like a criminal. Yeah. It's that's, Tatooine. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, so you have no idea which person's more criminal than the next. Yeah. Snass, what was... You were going to do a, a, a streetwise, streetwise check? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And you were going to assist Kira. Okay, yes. so that's one, one boost? One boost, yeah. And what's the difficulty on that? Uh, that'll be three, please. Two success. Two success. Great. Hold on to that. Shasta, you actually do notice um, Snaz and Kira wave a shady sort of person over. Do you just want to roll your streetwise to see if you know them? Just the dice or with difficulty? With the difficulty as well. Just two. This is just to see if you're... Uh, three success, two advantage. Excellent. You actually, you absolutely do know them. Um, <clears throat> you, by pure luck, gets uh, called over... Um, a large Twi'lek man who is muscle-bound and ripped. You thought he was a local enforcer when you first met him, but he's actually just, like, a really soft and, like, normal guy, except he just listens to everything. He's got um, an eidetic memory. He always remembers stuff. Malara, the Twi'lek, starts approaching, and he does make you out, and he's like, Shasta? I thought you got out. Why are you back? Malara, long story, short version. I'm here to find someone. Have you, uh, have you heard anything about a bounty hunter called Nyx by any chance? Ooh, tall order for you and, uh, friends? Yeah, no kidding, I got a bone to pick with, with them? No. With them right here, they called me over. Oh, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. She's scary, don't like Yes, they're, they're mostly dim-witted. Okay. You just insult your friends in front of them. Nothing has changed, I see. <laughs> it's cool. We're, Look, we're like this. Yes. Yes. Look, you remember Wait, how... Geez, been you remember when me. I fixed that vaporator? I do remember this, yes. Yeah, I did it from the kindness of my heart and knowing that you are a really good person. And also, because you held a blaster. Well, no, your friend held a blaster, but that's kind of how I would it never put blaster on you. It definitely was General T's violent man, and he do the violent form. Uh, but yes, I can appreciate this uh, exchanging of information for past misdeeds and grievances and things like that. And with your big scary friends and the one dressed like the service waiter from a cheap restaurant, I don't want any trouble. So oh, yeah. I will... Uh... Guess I'm not getting changed. <laughs> <laughs> you can be changed if you want. It's fine. I was just... Uh, no, I, I, I like the image of it. <laughs> No, uh, no, it's been enough. I think he would have got changed. He would have kept it funny. for later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's good. It's in normal clothes. Uh, but yeah, can you roll a charm for me, please? Just a charm check. And we'll see how this goes exactly. They seem amicable enough. They do want to help you. Whether they can or not is something else. Um, difficulty? Three, please. One failure, one threat. 
shit. See, friend, I would love to help you, but it's just... I don't even know what my accent is anymore, <laughs> and this is quite dangerous information. There's got to be something you can do, because I can't just tell you this. This next person, apparently, she's kicking ass all over the place. Oh, that's good She made herself very well known, unfortunately. Listen, friend, I... Just let me say, even if if you can't tell us exactly, could you give us a hint, you know, just for old time's sake, which direction we might be best going to? Yeah, do you want to try charm, please? I was about to say, can I, can I try charm? Or I will, like, you can assist, Will. Yeah, please will do. Yeah, will. Assist. yeah, so assist. you will upgrade your check. Yeah. Oh, holy oh, five crap. green. Five green. And I got those two charms earlier on. Three difficult. Correct. One success, two advantage. Okay. All right, look, look. You seem like nice enough people. I will help you out this one time, yes? Okay. This is the hint I will give you. It did not come from me. It came from some other schmuck. Of course, of course, friend, of course. Yeah, it came from Zeb, yeah. You came out of that spaceport. Yes. Yes, friend. Of course. Spaceport yes. where you land on the on the on the planet that you're at. I see. Yes. Nix yes. has never landed in that spaceport. I see, friend. Yes, that one is cheap, Ooh, and he you. sort of like gives eyebrows to you, and he's like, "But that's all I heard. Goodbye. G- gonna do not die now. <laughs> uh, don't want to be around before your friends kill me. Goodbye, Shasta. Please get off the planet like you promised. I want to. I really do. I just can't do it. So that is the that is the hint you are getting from the charm check, but that is definitely some sort of information. You know what? We should get someone who's much better at speaking people than I am to ask another person where one might go for a more upmarket spaceport, because this place is really dirty, and I want to upgrade where we go. All eyes turn to giddy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> All right, fine. Excuse me there. He points at a general... Humanoid. No, you got to lift the skirt a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can Get you please attention. tell me, tell, tell me the uh, what race I'm, what your race you point at, and just because my brain's a bit fried right now, I can't. Qu- uh, Quarren, Quarren, Quarren. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Quarren comes up. Do you speak Quarren? No, but luckily for me, this one speaks uh, common. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if Quarren's have the capacity to, so you just annoyed. get like a. <laughs> and you do not understand Corrin. Oh um, and then he makes a rather rude gesture and walks <laughs> off. Uh, you decide that perhaps you'd better try your luck with a human since they're everywhere. Um, and a hu- <laughs> no, hey, nice going, Gideon. Race, you're wrong, epic human. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's just, you chose Quarren and I'm like, they cannot speak common. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can't. I think they can. It, look, this one didn't. I'm sorry. It's, it's, <laughs> Star Wars fans don't fucking ruin me because I... Anyway, if they do speak common, I'm very sorry. Um, but yes, no, a human comes up and is like, Hey, buddy, what? Very <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Why are you stopping me? I'm walking in the dirt road here, man. I've got places to be. What do you want? I forgot we were at the New York of Tatooine. <laughs> Come on, I don't have all day. Well, listen here, good friend. I'm going to call you Bill. Uh, that's not my name, but I I don't care. I'll tell you what. Have you ever met a celebrity? Well, you're in luck, because today you get to meet me. I'll even sign you an autograph and give you a couple of hundred credits. How does that sound if you point me in the correct direction of the most expensive and lucrative 
Docking Bay. <laughs> I think you mean spaceport, but you know what? Because you're just going to give me a bunch of money, I'm not going to argue with you. I'll take your money, sir. Thank you. Nice to meet a celebrity. I always heard you're nice. Anyway, <laughs> can I have those credits, please? Oh, How about this? I will give you a quarter now and the rest when you uh, take me to where I want to go. You know what? That's A-OK by me. Give me a quarter of however much credits you were going to give me. I think you said 200. That means 50 credits if you can't do basic math. I don't know how you celebrities are. And then we'll talk. Give him 50 credits. <laughs> he takes 50 credits very excitedly. Okay, so you're clearly not a rube because you can give me money. So, now, if I wanted to be in, a say, like a mid-range space port, I'd probably go further up the road. They seem to have, like, a nice little area there. It's a nice, clean space port, not full of sand like this old hunk of champ. What's the um, name? It's full of sand. Sorry? My name's Bill, apparently. According to you, you're the guy paying, so... <laughs> the name is <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Moss Espa Standard Spaceport. This one's Moss Espa Spaceport. <laughs> you know, watching Gideon work is just a privilege that so, yeah. I don't get to look at enough. So, yeah, that's information on one spaceport. Would you like information on more spaceports? Because you could give me more money if you wanted to. Here's another 50. Now tell me the... Uh... Oh, yeah, that's half of the next amount of money I would expect from someone trying to get information out of someone. <laughs> so if you could just give me another 50 credits I'd happily tell you about the next spaceport I know about Give him another 50 credits <laughs> Excellent my friend, you're a good man He's a good man celebrity He just where, says that to no one <laughs> where, does, where does he keep his wallet in this costume? I... Okay, so the next spaceport up It is the Schmicker spaceport in all the Mars Espa I promise you, I promise you that If you give me 50 more dollars Once I'm finished telling you that Because that was our original deal Before he, before he, I just One hand on the shoulder I just... Ah, yes, your Trandoshan's friend has made it very clear that he could kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just realized she's a woman. <laughs> and now I am even more intimidated, so I am gonna, how you say, cut my luck and just tell you where it is. Just trying to find the name. <laughs> <laughs> I know I Curious wrote it down. Just staring him down intimidatingly <laughs> while he's... Yeah, so, uh, so the Mos Espa corporate spaceport's where you want to be. Not a speck of sand in it. It's all made of dura steel. It's got them like nice architecture lines. It's huge, but you got to get into the nicer part of town. Like there is a small checkpoint you got to get through. It's, it's nothing. They can tell if you got money. So if you just walk through and you flash around your own face and be like all like hoity-toity and better than thou and that sort of shit like you've been doing, you'll be fine. Uh, or you could just scare them with this scary-looking lizard lady over here. <laughs> Either way, I fulfilled my end of the bargain and would like to live. So good day to you all. Bye! Uh, and he goes to leave. You know what? I hope Bill comes back. <laughs> um, yes, so as you walk through the streets of Moss Espa, you start to notice the buildings becoming larger and the nice sandy streets becoming cleaner and more solid sandstone. There's even street lights uh, now as you, as you walk along the footpaths. Pass through a large sandstone wall adorned with technology and scanners of all kinds, scanning people as they pass, determining if they're worth entering the richer, nicer part of the city. Can you all please do a, just a just a streetwise check for me? True difficulty, just to pass through this checkpoint. Uh, three success, three point one five. Okay. Two threat. Two success, two advantage. One success. Excellent. That triumph is going to get him through. Yep. Um, Thank you. <laughs> You're a that- celebrity, you'll be fine. 
<laughs> um, you all walk through and you, you get scanned. And as you pass through, you do just sort of notice, specifically you, Shasta, that your name and picture just appear on a monitor as you're passing. Um, so if people didn't know you were back in town, they, they definitely do now. If they are part of any sort of port authority or local enforcement, anything like that. If you're legit, it's fine. However, if you're not, people will know that you are here now. So that is the threat there. People will know that you're about. As you continue to walk through, you finally get to this big place the human bill described to you. It is almost exactly as you described. It's all Durasteel, which is like a nice gunmetal. It's all clean. It's raised out of the sand, so no sand's like getting in there, and it's all clearly cleaned. There's droids working on it, and you even notice a very sleek ship, completely chrome, just landing and turning in in one of the docks quite nicely. Like, this is the top of the line. You are outside of it. How do you think we get in? Front door. We head towards the front door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you went to Moss Esper corporate spaceport. It's obvious very quickly that this is a much nicer spaceport than you've been to. The absence of sand is like blinding. Like you were like, oh my god, they actually got no sand in this bitch. <laughs> um, That's fine because we're about to bring some in. Yeah, it's sleek hard lines of Durasteel and fur. admin benches and the minimalist architecture and design are a stark contrast to the rest of, rest of Mos Esper. There is an executive desk off to the side um, and then there it sort of circles around either direction in sort of like a dome shape and the docks are clearly in the middle. What will you do? Uh, is there, like, a front desk? There is a, a front desk. Sort of yeah, there is a reception, yep. yeah. <clears throat> Greetings, droid. I am Gideon Fink, and I am looking for the ship that belongs to Nyx, the bounty hunter. Hello, Gideon Fink. I cannot give you that information due to our privacy clause. Well, you see, this person is a actual wanted criminal by the Empire, and I am an Imperial officer. Of course. Can I see your in-date current ID, please? Yes, you may. Thank you. My ID. I'm now watching very closely. <laughs> it's like, well, if it's like the normal defense force, they'll be very slow with their paperwork. Um. <laughs> Answer me honestly. Is this in date? You know more about military stuff than I do, and you said you were discharged. Yeah. No, it won't be in date. It won't be. No. As the droid receives your card and scans it, you just hear a. I'm sorry. It's out of date. No. I cannot accept this card. Oh, what a shame. Well, perhaps you can t- uh, help me find this Nyx character for some credits. Are you attempting to bribe a droid? Yes. <laughs> you will have a bad time, my friend. <laughs> I am not programmed to accept bribes. But you're programmed for friendship? Oh my god. What I am not programmed like? for friendship. <laughs> I am programmed for efficiency. <laughs> you're wasting my time. It would be most efficient for you to give us the information, or else you will no longer be well, able to well, function. While that's going on, I'm going to try and make my way yeah, around, around out of its sight line. Can you roll a coercion to distract this droid, please? Uh, uh, that'll be a... Because it's a droid and it doesn't really know... F- oh, fear? Fear. Yeah, it does, but it's really like... It's not. It's like a base level droid, so it's actually kind of hard. So it's a bit... It's a four difficulty to intimidate this droid. Because it's just not bothered by threats. Uh, one failure, three threat. Oh, yeah. If you continue to bother me, I will have to call security. Is the desk like a... 
Does it have like a front or is it just like a top and sides? It's one of those circular ones that oh, okay. in Star Wars I where see. the droid just sits in and then it can just look at all these different screens. Yeah. Since you haven't, it hasn't been distracted, you're going to have to roll a stealth check to try and get behind it. So do you want to roll a stealth for me, Campbell? That'll be a three difficulty, please. One failure, one advantage. Even if I can't get out of its sightline, can I at least, with that, have gotten close enough to it to be within, like, arm's reach? You can get close to the droid and it's not going to be a problem, but it, you definitely know you can't get behind it now without it sort of, like, perceiving you deliberately. So as you sort of... You, do, you can get closer to it. It's like... As I said, if you continue to bother me, I will have to call security. Is there something I can do for you? Can I do a perception check to see if there's any if, there, if there's any like public access areas that we could go to without frustrating the droid? If it was a normal spaceport, yes. Yeah. However, because it's a corporate space, like it's a very upmarket corporate spaceport, it's yeah. deliberately there to have sort of a bit more privacy and security. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there is no public access terminal stuff. I'm possibly going to break something here in the most casual and non-obvious way I can. I'm going to withdraw my data spike mm-hmm. and shove it in that droid. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you're doing this stealthily, which you've sort of described you do, so you're going to have to do a stealth check to do this. So Can I do skullduggery? You may. Can I unskill assist? You may unskill assist. So if you want to add a thing there, that would be good. Um, can you only have one unskilled assist could, or could I do it as well only one only one person one. can unskilled assist so as you sort of go to do this Gideon quickly sees the camera and just goes to step in front so blocking this action from being seen yep um, difficulty uh, that'll be a f- three difficulty please I don't suppose there's any setback dice I can negate <laughs> no because this droid is just fairly unsecure um, four success, one threat. Excellent. Um, you stab this data spike in. Now, what is your intention through doing this? Um, essentially, the data spike allows me to interface with any electronic system. Um, so I'm going to hack into its protocols with my data slicing gear um, and the spike and essentially override it with a friendliness subroutine that is basically, you must be helpful above all else. That this is the highest priority. Sure. Not a problem. Part of the data spike is, is that it sort of gives you access anyway, so we'll just say that this this sort of happens. Excuse me, please do not dab me with unauthorized equip 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 but hello friends, how are you today? <laughs> I will help you please. Could you kindly tell us where Nix's ship is being? Give me just a moment, I will look it up for you. Thank you. Uh, It sort of starts, like, jittering and, like, typing away, like, very, very slowly. The person called Nyx is in hangar for... Thank you. You've been very helpful. Do we need keys or something? Is there any security in place in that hangar. Only the person who is paying for the hangar has access to the hangar. You've got a lovely voice. You'll make it one day. (laughs) Are you... What about maintenance and uh, fueling? Maintenance exists. Yes. Do they have access to the hangar? They do. Can you please give us maintenance access? I cannot. You are my friends, but you are not maintenance workers. Good day. Oh, hello, maintenance worker. 
Would you like to log in so we may record your hours? He's just joined. His file isn't in the system yet. Can you put one in for him? I'm running late, so we need to do this quickly. Okay, I will put you in the system. What is your name, please, sir? I was told you were a man. (laughs) It's true. Bill. (laughs) Thank you, Bill. I will put this in the system. Here is your new key card. We will get your bank details at a later time. And then you just see a ding, and this card shoots up. And it just says, Bill. (laughs) There's no numbers, there's nothing. Thank you, you've been very helpful. I love to help my friends, apparently. (laughs) And it just continues to just tap away, just really jittery at the keyboard. Anything else? No, no, this this droid is kind of obnoxious. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to withdraw the data spike. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, um, I'm, I'm happy to leave it there if it's going to be a problem, but it's fine. Um, you find Executive Hangar 4. You approach the blast door to the hangar, but it's locked and will not open for you without a keycard. Luckily, you do have one. Through the tinted window strip, you can see a dark blue and black fire spray patrol craft. It's a similar elephantine design to Django Fett's ship, um, and it is sitting in the hangar. It is the same one you watched Viz get taken into five years ago. Just have a quick look around, see if I can spot any blue armor. Yeah. Through the through the windows. Yeah, just sort you of. You cannot. Uh, do a perception check for me, though, please. So that'll be a two difficulty there. How high off the ground are the windows? Is the window strip? Sort of like eye level. What kind of a ship was it? Sorry? Fire spray, similar to Django Fett's ship, right. like and Boba yeah. Fett's ship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. One success, one threat. Excellent. So I'm quite short, so... Somebody tell me what's going on. What can you see? Yeah. <coughs> um, oh, thank you. Thank you, Kira. I've always liked you. <laughs> <laughs> Kira, as you lift Snass up to sort of get a better view, you look through and you see the the ship described, but you do notice that it is its cargo bay is down and open. There is a few, like, blocks of cargo scattered about and a few miscellaneous items, but you can't really see what they are. From, from It's too tinted. But yeah, that's, that's all you see through there. Keep moving forward, I guess. Try and find, just get to the door and... The, you are you are at the I door. Mean, you are. See if anyone can, like, sneak up. Gideon, out of character. Like, sorry. In character, but <laughs> out of his character, yells angrily, Viz! Okay. Well, there goes the element of surprise. Um... The door is still locked. You haven't used the uh, <laughs> key card. So you're yelling for the door. The door's like closed, and you were looking through the glass, sucking himself up for a rampage. <laughs> so you haven't given yourself away, but like you do notice, like someone like with a mop, <laughs> look bo- look back and just look and go back to mopping. <laughs> I'm gonna like draw in the fog. <laughs> I'm screaming, just like <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you are standing in front of this door. You do have the key card to get in. Are you just going to go straight in? Yeah. I mean, I'll wave do whatever needs to be done to. When the door is opened, can I have a look to see if there's any traps or anything that's been set up? Yeah, do a perception check for me as you open the door. That'll be a three difficulty, please. Two failures, three advantage. 
You can't tell. Hmm. Straight up, you can't see tell. any traps, but I feel good about you it. You do feel good about <laughs> it. I've got a good feeling about <laughs> it. Yeah, good um, luck. trust me. <clears throat> I got a good feeling about this. You enter the dock, and the ramp to the vessel is down. And you see several cargo crates scattered about, as well as a blank carbonite slab. On top of it rests a rifle and a few other pieces of weapons scattered about. Suddenly, you hear footsteps come from the ramp to the ship. A humanoid figure clad in blue laminate and durastil armor holding in one hand a large blue helmet of Togruten design and in the other a tool for ship repair. They look up and you see a Twi'lek woman known to you as Viz Coden standing there surprised but not as happy as you might have expected. Oh, um, you all found me a day sooner than I expected. What the hell, Viz? Hello, Viz. Saz, Kira. Gideon Shasta, has his pistol drawn. <laughs> Gideon, with a gun in his hand. Hello. His hand is shaking. So I assume you have some questions, yes? Well, yeah! She walks forward and she, like, puts her tool down on the carbonite slab and starts taking some stuff off. And I'm going to keep a close eye to see how close she is to that blaster. She's right in front of it. And she's like, well... And she sort of puts her hands down on the, on, the, on the floating slab. What do you want to know? Why? Why what? Why did you not contact us? Um, Any of us? I was kind of busy pretending to be frozen in carbonite. When what? you're pretending to be frozen in carbonite, you don't generally contact people, you know, because you're frozen in carbonite. I went to prison. That sucks. I don't know why that's my fault. Why did you put the bounty on us? To bring us here to rescue her. Mm, not in so many words. I'm quite fine, actually. No, um... Oh. I am really close. Like, really close. <laughs> to finally being, um, free... In, in some amount of terms. Not that you would, un- any of you would understand. You've all always been free, for the most part. She sort of gestures to Shast. I just need enough money to hide. And when you all started asking questions, particularly you, Gideon, and you all started getting into trouble in your own ways, well, I thought, these fools won't leave me alone. They'll keep following me to the ends of the earth, apparently, and... I thought, well, the only way to hide is to sort of solve all issues at once, so... Can I do some sort of check to try and work out if she's being genuine or if she's sort of... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a perception check with a... Let me just grab her stats. That's going to be a three difficulty, please. Okay. <laughs> three failures, four advantages. As much as you've known, Viz, she is so hard to read. Yeah. Um, the one thing you can know for certain is that when she talks, she talks very deliberately. So she is saying everything she intends to. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. you can't tell if she's lying or not, but you know that it she It may not is, necessarily be sincere, but it is deliberate. Yeah, she is absolutely saying everything she wants to say. And she speaks very clearly and deliberately. Can so I-, I thought, well, why not make it easy and, you know, get a couple of patsies to... Well, look, 
Galgo the Hutt's very easy to manipulate. When I convinced him you were all worth something, he put a bounty on it for me, and I can cash that in, and that's just enough money to <laughs> finally go into hiding. So she quickly reaches down and pulls the pin on something. You just hear it. And you hear the sound that you heard about five years ago, which is smoke just burst out from this grenade, this smoke grenade that Pinchy's pulled that was next to the blaster. And all of a sudden, a couple of shots come whizzing out of it. Um, roll vigilance, everyone, please. One success. One advantage. One success, two advantage. I'm just going to roll for Viz. And it was two success, one advantage. She rolled a triumph. Very sorry, boys. <laughs> and here's us, clustered together like goons. <laughs> Viz, uh, who had two successes? Kira, Gideon, Shasta, Snaz. Um, since it's just a blind fire through smoke, I'm just going to roll, see how well she does. Or even with two setback dice, that's two success. So can everyone roll a d100 for me? The two lowest people will be getting hit. 62. 39. 9. 7. Oh! It's going to hurt Gideon. Gideon and Kira. The emotional pain more than the physical. Gideon and Kira take uh, 9 damage. Mm. You can apply soak. Kira, this is the first time you've ever been hit. Possibly in your life. Is this what pain feels like? Yeah, <laughs> legit. You were feeling pain for the first time. Now, you have soak. I know both of you have soak. So you reduce the damage by that amount yeah. and then put it on. And yeah. Trandoshans can regenerate, can't they? They yeah. can. Yeah. Kira. Oh, Kira's pissed. Oh, I can imagine. Kira is angry. She, she thought she had a feel for the situation and knew what was going on. And then, nope, nope. So we're doing this. And so, I'm just going to pull out the axe. This. Would you like to dance? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Wonderful. And I'm just going to charge straight Do maneuver into the smoke? Sure. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> my... Flick your goggles down so, goggles so you can so see. I can see. Good work. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. You got the upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Which is what, yeah. Viz certainly is in there. Do you want to roll a melee attack, please? Oh, that will be up to. Um, one difficulty with she has defensive two, two purple, two black against your melee attack, please. One success, one advantage, one triumph. <laughs> Excellent. The thing that this, and this is where it's really going to upset you, uh, I have a destiny point to use, yes. and I'm going to use it so you actually do not hit. Because I can, with destiny points, DM, you DM. can change yep. the, the narrative. So yep. you, you do, however, I am going to give you something. Cause I, I was going to say, because one of my maneuvers is knockdown, where I can spend a triumph to knock them prone. Absolutely. This this is what's going to happen instead. You definitely don't hit with this attack. She ducks just out of, out of the way, which you've actually dealt with her doing before. And you were ready for it. And you immediately sweep the leg like some karate kid <laughs> bullshit. And you get her down. Uh, but that is your turn. So you are in the smoke over her. She is prone. Gideon, it's your turn. Gideon holds his stomach where the blast wound is. Does he, can he sort of hear the commotion? Does he sort of have a rough idea where... He's not sure what's happened, but you know, you've definitely heard like an, a hit and then a thud, but you can't see through the smoke. 
And it is still pouring out of this grenade, so the smoke cloud is getting bigger and Where's bigger. The, can I see the grenade, or do I know where the grenade was? Because I saw where they. You know what's it? on the carbonite slab? Okay, I move to the carbonite where I think the carbonite slab is. Yep. Uh, maneuver. That'll be a maneuver. But can you just roll a coordination check for me, please? Um, mm. With two black setback dice, and that'll be a two difficulty, please. Two advantage, three failure. Okay, so you 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 do sort of stumble into something. You yep. assume it's the cargo crates that you found before, so you're not exactly sure where you are, but you are definitely now in this smoke. Um, yep. You still have an action. Can I trade the action for another maneuver? You can. Yep, I'll do you that. You can also take strain to get a maneuver. Correct. Oh, okay, cool. Well, do you want to take the strain first? I'll take, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take the strain. How much is that? And That's one, that, one strain. One strain. And right. you can get another maneuver. Yep, cool. I'll do that to again do the exact same thing. Yep, go for it. Same roll. Exact same. Yep. So yep. That's one advantage, one failure. Would you like to use a destiny point? Um, <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> can I also use that advantage to recover? No, because you're using the destiny point to succeed. So yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh well, look, you still rolled it, so yes. But um, yeah, that is still a fail. You do find the carbonite slab in all of this mess. All right, cool. So that was the strain, and now I will use the action Mm -hmm. to get the grenade and throw it away. Sounds good. Yep. Um, just do a range light attack roll. Um, to throw it randomly. Oh, uh, okay. That'll be a one difficulty. <laughs> it's two advantage, one failure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you go to throw it, um, and it sort of bounces. Like, you can't even see where you're throwing it, but you, yeah. you grab it and you eat it. Uh, and then you hear a bunch of clanging, and you know you've thrown it inside the ship. Yeah. Um, so the fog is still coming out, but it, it's nowhere near as bad, but there is still smoke sort of like yeah. around, and it is slowly coming out of the ship. But yeah. you just, yeah. You've just smoked the 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 the, 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 inside the of ramp the ship. Yeah. inside of the ship. Yeah, Shasta, your turn. This is a docking bay, so there's and it's a pretty nice, high quality one. Yes, correct. So they would have automated systems to assist with loading and unloading. Yes. Uh yes. Okay. Are the controls for any of those nearby? Um, you would imagine they were inside like inside the door that you've walked walked in through yep. so they'll be so against like, the wall right next from. to where we are yeah um okay there's not really a great deal that i can do in terms of like i can't see where the combat is i'm not good at it anyway um i'm instead going to access that and see if they've got like a magnetic crane or equivalent uh of that kind of thing yep um that i can potentially position over the area where i the rough Great sound star. of combat, combat was. Star, yep. um, can I do that? You can definitely attempt. So if you want to go over to this pad, which will be your manoeuvre, and then yep. try a computer's check to try and hack in and, and see if you can access these um, controls. Um, difficulty? Uh, true difficulty. I am master slicing this. Excellent. Because I think that's important. Um, and I may end up re-rolling this. I will re-roll that. So that's three success, three advantage. You absolutely do this. Now, this might seem counterintuitive Mm -hmm. because you just got some advantage and you succeeded. Kira, you're quite strong. If you ever felt your weapon being pulled from you, would you let go? No. Cool. You see, uh, as this sort of maglift crane sort of comes out from the side of the wall and goes over this smoke 
and you turn it on, you hear the of the blade. You just see Kara go, funk, <laughs> and is now above the smoke. You also hear it as there is a blaster, and then a, as another smoke grenade goes up, all fly up there, as well as um, a few other bits of um, and, and pieces. Now, laminate, which is what I said she was covered in, is not, is not metal. Up, so effectively, the weaponry that she would be using now is on that. Correct, so yes. The blaster rifle you know she had is up there. As yep. an option. Does that include my blaster pistol, which was holstered? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, cool. Yep, so you also hear it, which is like... <laughs> it just like, slips hey. out of the holster. Yeah. Is <laughs> now up above this magnet. Um, and you do feel some other stuff um, getting loosened and knocked around. Luckily, the carbonite slab has its own, like, grav lift tech stuff so it's not influenced by the mag lift and those boxes seem to be of some sort of laminate as well they aren't being dragged up either snaps it's your turn Um, you see this scene in front of you yeah so how thick is the smoke at the moment um sorry is it covering it's still been quite this this whole action has happened in under less than six seconds so it's happened quite quickly so the smoke is still there it's still quite thick okay you are also now probably the only person armed in yeah. the entire area. Yeah, but Gideon is in the smoke, is that correct? Correct. If I call out to Gideon to drop... He can... You know what, if you do that, you can use a destiny point and you can drop. Alright, so yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll call out for Gideon to hit the deck. Yep. Gideon, get down, you beautiful dressed man! <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that destiny point... You have the option to drop, I imagine you will. Yes. Gideon drops to the ground. Alright, so I'm just going to, like, play. open fire into the smoke. Go for it. Arranged heavy? Yes, please. And what's the difficulty? It'll be a true difficulty with two setback due to the smoke, please. Four successes, two threats. As you unleash a volley into this smoke, this, of this blaster fire straight into there, you do f- hear that you make contact. You definitely hit. However, then you hear something else. What's your damage, please? Uh, my damage is uh, nine, but... With the successes, it should be... How many additional successes did you get? Four. I got four. Four. So that's 13. 13. Um, also... Yes, you have something else, don't you? I have targeted blow, which after making a successful attack, I may spend one destiny point to add damage equal to my agility, which is four. <laughs> yep. Do it. Can I do that? Absolutely. 17. So 17 damage. Damn. Now, applying soak, you've done quite a bit of damage. Um, Even with my soak, that's just insta-death for me. <laughs> Don't piss um, me off, Shasta. <laughs> As you sort of do this volley, however, something strange happens. You hear an odd sound and one blaster bolt comes flying back at you. Can you please roll a coordination check to dodge it? You can not have a lightsaber. Does that need any difficulty with it, or just just the cool two difficulty? Let's say two successes. Cool. This blaster bolt flies past your head, and then as you notice, now it's been enough time. This smoke grenade. Smoke grenades don't technically last long at all. I'm correct, right, John? Sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this smoke starts to dissipate, and what you thought was just the glow of one of the moons of Tatooine was not that and the fact that this blaster bolt came back even though you know she's disarmed because her weapon's above her it dissipates and you see standing in front of you Viz Coden wielding a very short blue brilliant lightsaber 
Motherfucker. Well, Viz, that's just unfair. <laughs> What's what's unfair is running for your entire life and then getting so close, so bloody close to being safe and free that four of your fucking asshole friends fuck it up for you well, and I couldn't please. even cash you in. Now I'm going to fucking kill you because you couldn't just leave it well enough alone, could you? Please. Oh, shut up, Chill, bitch. chill, Viz, chill. <laughs> no, I'm not chilling. <laughs> and it is now Viz's turn. Uh-oh. Viz is going to run in to you, Snass, since you just shot her. And you've outwardly had this argument with you. She's going to strike you with her white saber. Oh no, Viz, please, no. <laughs> Could I please grab if you have any melee defense? Excellent. Zero melee defense, Viz, So, please. you are within engaged range, so that will be one difficulty. There is no smoke, and she's going to use her white saber ability against you. Uh-oh. Not over yet. Oh, it it's over. over. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear a fat lady sing? So that's uh, that's ten damage. Oh, ow! It's a flat success for her, and she's gonna crit. Oh, you! Oh, what does this mean? Is it vicious? It is vicious. Oh, jeez. So it adds it adds twenty. Vicious is a trait that weapons that that light So, so it's going to roll the hundred, and if the total result ends up at one hundred and fifty-one or or more, you're just dead. But it's no matter good. what it is, the higher the result, the more debilitating the effect that is applied to you. As oh, good. Let's uh, let's <laughs> and see what all happens. Subsequent critical injuries then start at that number. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. You're about to lose a limb. Yeah. Right. Did some damage on the way down, guys. Yeah, so right. as she runs runs up and strikes you, she strikes across your arm and your limb, your left limb, has now been crippled. So un- until it is healed, um, you have increased difficulty checks anytime you use that limb. Now, oh, like my left limb! <laughs> yeah, so she's done like a couple of like slashes very quickly across your arm, sort of in like a very quick closing the space sort of deal. That was awesome! When did you get so good at it? But still, ow! <laughs> um, Kira, it's your turn. You are hanging from a mag lift by your vibro-wax. Yeah, I let go. You drop down. Can you please do a resilience check, please? Yeah. To sort of try and safely run out of this or fall out of this uh, drop. Yeah. Just, just while he's doing that, should I have marked down something for my health or wound? Or yeah, whatever? so if you look at your like health, there should be a line where it has like injuries. So you just put in three dashes oh, yeah, yeah. for um, the... Severity? Yeah, severity. Any difficulty on that roll? Yes, uh, that'll be a... How high up are you? You're about two stories. We'll do a we'll do a difficulty for each story. So, considering your brawn is three, it might be more than that. But we'll do two because you're particularly strong. So, yeah. two difficulty, please. All right, Whew. two success, one triumph. You land. You superhero land. You are fine. <laughs> and you know what? That will save. That was an incidental. So you still have your movement and action with that triumph. Excellent. Uh, then I'm just gonna again charge right out her claws out and just. While she's distracted, taking on... Yep, sure. Um, cool. So do you want to do an attack roll brawl for yep. me? Can um, I assist that by, like, I, keeping her distracted, calling out? And... She is distracted, so he will. Uh, okay. Kira will get some bonus dice. So because she's occupied with um, Snass right now, and you're attacking from behind, she wasn't necessarily expecting it. So mm-hmm. it'll be a bonus dice. And that'll be a... So that's three difficulty, please. Oh, just... Completely flat, nothing. Flat, nothing. Oh. As 
as you run towards her, she must have heard your thundering footsteps and your land because she just hears you coming and ducks out of the way and, and sort of does like a fancy little roll and just makes a short distance from you and you two. She's now at does a roll and is now a few few feet, about a metre away, metre and a half away. Gideon, it's your turn. I yell at Shasta to turn the mag things off so the weapons can come down. That's an incidental. If you want to get Shasta act on your turn, you have to use a destiny point. Okay, or, we've only got one left. Because we both rolled the same initiative. You Could technically I go before. Absolutely. You okay with that? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Go. Yep. So, in terms of initiative rules, usually when you roll initiative, it's just the players get slots, and then you can take those slots however you like. I generally like to do, I do put them in an order, just because it creates some structure, there's no fighting. But when instances like this come up, technically you both roll the same result, so yes, uh, you can swap in the order, I'm fine to do that. Yep. Um, okay, so I know that there's no point in me holding the weapons there, so I'm going to flick that off. Excellent. They um, all sort of start falling down to the ground, and they clatter to the ground. She is now currently in front of me... Uh, not directly in front of me, but in front of me with these two Cure and um, Snaska on either side. Yes, correct. Um, she's just a bit beyond them, so yeah, it's you, those two, and then she's on the other side. In them. terms of the armour and stuff that she's wearing, she's correct. put the helmet down, so that's not protected, I recognise. Um, but she's also got... Um, has she got bandoliers or anything that she was carrying those grenades in at any point? No, so, so she was completely disarmed when she came out, and that is why that was all on the carbonite slab. She was clearly just, like, preparing to go on a hunt in some way. So that is why she didn't have anything on her, and she walked to that table, did a little bit of a speech so she could just get ready for you. Okay. Um, um, yeah. how, how tight is laminate armour? Because I know there's, like, gaps and things. Um, in her case... The armor was not technically made for her, but you can see that it has been has been repurposed in some way to fit her properly. Okay, so um, it's actually so she has paid the money to, to properly fit. It does sort of look a bit disproportionate, so there are a few spaces here and there. This is going to hurt then, but you know what? Not not happy with this particular individual. I think I know what's coming, and I'm very excited. So I have a stun grenade. Okay. The yeah. Time. I was wrong. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> I, I, I take it back. I was wrong. Go. Um, I am going to like. I don't think I can hack the armor because it's not automated. Armor. It's not like power armor or anything. Yep. Um, and my weapon options are fairly limited. My capacity to throw, I wouldn't. Th- I wouldn't trust my life on, let alone anyone else's. So I'm going to grab my stun grenade, move up next to her, pull the pin, and hold it right in front of her head. All right. Um, <laughs> with with my left hand, my non-dominant hand. Okay. Um, can you... Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Like, um, held open in as much a way as I can direct it, but this is going to fucking hurt. Do that as well. Yeah, <laughs> extra hand. No. All right. Um, <laughs> this... <laughs> Roller he may be a cowardly, cowardly Bothan, but... Here's the thing. When you when you do an attack with a grenade, you roll ranged to throw it. Yes, you are not but I'm not throwing, throwing it. it. I'm exactly. just holding so it. What does, can you tell me what 
traits the grenade has, please? So the grenade has blast, eight, disorient, three, and stun damage, and it deals eight stun damage. All right, so first of all, everyone here is taking eight stun damage because it has blast eight, so we're getting up to eight people. Um, it should have roughly, I'm pretty certain, it has a medium range uh, on it. Short. Short, okay. So that's all of you. You're all within short range of her. So everyone take eight stun damage, please. Is that strain? Strain, strain. Yeah, yeah. Eight strain damage. Um, and she will also take eight strain damage. That's a uh, bowler. Um, Shas, like it very much. <laughs> John mentioned, if you do that with the grenade, your hand is gone. So can you please take the crippled trait? Sure. Um, and you have lost that hand. Given how close it was to her head... Does anything further happen to her as yes, well? Yes, she is going to get scattered senses, so she gets no bonus checks for the remainder of the encounter. Um, she she gets also no is dice. disoriented for three rounds regardless. Disorientated. That's that's rounds. the effect of the grenade. Yep, I will um, just find disorientated. I believe also affects everyone else if they are in the blast radius. It does, so you are all disorientated. Um, <laughs> let me just find that quickly. We're just like lying on the floor, <laughs> like... What were we fighting? Um, What's the severity of crippled, by the way? It is three. Thank you. And I'm on zero. Sorry, you are maimed. You have permanently lost that hand. You've gone unconscious. Four, I'm guessing? No, that's three. Uh, What was the... uh, What was that, sorry? I'm on zero strain. Yeah, you were knocked out. Yeah. um, uh, Madam Kira. What does disorient do, sorry? Disorient... Uh, so you add a setback dice to every check made. That is a disorient. Okay. Um, Good. Excellent. Screw so, her. Try failing with a lightsaber. See how well that goes. Snass. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it Gideon? Oh, yes, because you swapped yep, turns. Yep. That's right. Yep. So you just got uh, flashbanged, my friend. <laughs> yeah, tinnitus is strong. But for more or less, you are still in working order. What do you do? I pick up my pistol. Uh, you'll have to move to grab it, but you can. Okay. You'll still be within short range to her. Yep. Well, I do that. Yep. I take further strain damage to aim. Okay. So you will add a blue dice for that one, as well as a setback, because you okay. are disorientated. Yep. Um, nice. Okay, well, I'll just normal attack then. So I mount my blaster. Two green, one blue, definition. one black. That'll be three, please. Three purples. Yeah, because she has defensive. Uh, sorry, one purple because you're at short range yeah. and then two black because of the defensive bonus can i use a destiny point oh actually you know what no disregard that's two success one advantage yeah. cool so what's the damage on that pistol six. six six she is going to use deflection however i do not think that is enough for deflection i believe you can deflect no actually she has just enough it is one plus how many ranks you have into deflection to ignore damage. So you bypass, you got to her soak, and then she deflects the rest of the damage. Just. Yeah, that should tell you that she is not looking well mm. if she had to go that hard to survive that. It is Snass's turn. Okay, um, so my left arm's crippled. Correct. So you will take... No, that feeling. Two setback <laughs> dice now because you are... If using ranged heavy, you need to use both hands. Uh, so that's one setback. Yeah, I'm not going to use ranged heavy. That's fine. Cool. What I'm going to pull the kitchen knife I stole. Nice. Nice. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, do the it. Fighting pals. I'm going to pull the kitchen knife. And you said we're in short distance. Correct. So you need so, to move into an engage. Yeah. So I'm going to just like rush at her. 
Go for it. So you move in and you do this attack. One purple, two black, additional black because you're disorientated from it's the grenade. go well for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, go and try and stab this person. Two successes, three threats. Oh, he's only gone and done it. So you stab into the back of her shoulder. And, and you feel this kitchen knife go right in and a roar come from her. And as she does, she just turns and this is the threat. Stabs you in the side. Worth it. And it is just a glancing, glancing blow, so you won't take full damage. You'll take five damage as it sort of passes through the meat of your side. Yeah. Plus the ten. So that's five on the wound. Five so on the wound minus whatever soak you have. So you should have. Oh, uh, yeah. So I got five soak. Uh, okay. If she actually yeah. stabbed oh, him right. properly, I would apply reach, okay. but no. Nice. But as she as she does this, you just hear the of the lightsaber, and she just falls to the ground. With a knife in her back. Hey, we're all alive. Down. Wasn't yeah. expecting that. <laughs> you know what? Thanks I'm, for I'm... nothing, everyone. <laughs> med, med pack the hands, med pack the blasters <laughs> and the lightsabers. Yeah, and you sort of slap Kira up and she sort of... <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> um, you all sort of lick your wounds as it were in this dock and you, you slowly sit up and you just sort of sort yourselves out and sit down and breathe a sigh of relief as this is. Essentially over. When you say sit down, like sit or just collapse? Essentially collapse into (laughs) seated positions. Um, And you just sort of sit there, stunned, shocked, upset of everything that's happened, just looking at Viz lying dead in the ground. You knew nothing, you now realise, about her life before you met her. You don't know what she was running from, what she was doing, but she has a lightsaber, and in this modern era, you've only ever heard of them, and you knew it's from some sort of ancient weird thing that you know nothing about. It's weighs on your mind for for a long time, probably for the rest of your lives, because you really had no idea what she was running from or what her deal was. You know, Gideon, you sort of alluded that she was probably in trouble with the Empire in some way. People with the glowy sticks generally are, but you're not really sure why. And as you all sort of sit there in this incredibly expensive hangar hangar with this incredibly nice ship, and we we sort of leave away, you realise that even though you all went on your own things for the past five years and, and you sort of looked into it and tried to regain some sort of normalcy in your lives in that time, within this few days that you've been working together, even though it has fucking sucked, it's probably the closest you've ever really felt to like having like a family again the banter the jokes the subtle racism <laughs> it's just all been it's all just reminded you of a time that was like life wasn't so bad and you I, you sort of leave here not sure if you're gonna actually part ways or not but you all definitely consider it but that's up to you whether you do or not and that is the end of smoke and dagger hey thanks one, for one playing last point yes I fucking hate Tatooine. (laughs) (laughs) 
Tabletop Unknown, Smoke and Dagger was Johnny Verko as Gideon Fink, Jet Thomas as Kira Jumi, Campbell Saul as Shasta Obanon, Will Sayers as Snaskar, and myself, Jesse Thomas, as your Game Master. Theme song Tabletop Unknown is by Will himself, and the Smoke and Dagger theme, as well as the Final Fight song uh, you heard in the background today, uh, was done by myself. Again, sorry for the sound issues of this episode, it was just a bit too egregious to really try and work out properly, but hopefully it was listenable. So yeah, that's it for Smoke and Dagger. The next episode is our little discussion with the players about what we thought of the game system. We talk about the plot a little bit as well. We just discuss what we liked and what we didn't like and and hopefully that will give you more information to see if this really is a system for you. So that will be up hopefully before New Year's. Again, I was just a day behind uh, for the release of this one. So sorry, you know, Christmas is like that. But thank you so much for listening. Please review us um, on any platform that you listen to us on. That would be wonderful. Share with your friends if you um, feel so inclined. We're not doing any advertising yet. So word of mouth is the only way we're spreading this show. So it would mean the world to both Will and myself if you could do that for us, please. And from us here at Tabletop Unknown, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Candle Nights, whatever it is you do to celebrate the end of the year. We hope you had a wonderful time. Um, Stay safe and have a happy new year and we will see you next episode. Holy... Sorry, I've just looked at the stats for the base lightsaber. Yeah, they're, mm. yeah. they're terrifying. This might kill you, man. I'm very sorry. I forgot to check this out. <laughs> you know what? This is a, this is a one you shot. said what lightsaber it was. I was like, well, we're dead. I'm it's a, a small... Yeah, yeah, I'm not attached. We're good. <laughs> Table top unknown.